everyone. So it's a privilege to be here. Uh, and uh, Pastor Jong just uh, sent a message last, I think that is Sunday. And now he's not here. <laughs> you know, he, he sent a message and he, sent, he, he gave me a, a topic, which is about what uh, we already sing and we already sung. Amen. So I will go through. So I, we are from uh, LFCC, the Lord's Family Christian Church. It's your uh, family back in Doha. Amen? Amen. So we are all belong to one family. Amen. Amen. The family Amen. of God. Hallelujah. Yes. So I'm here not actually not, not uh, bringing the authority and the government of LFCC, but it's the authority of the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So, you know, every nation has a government which is exercised authority over it. Amen. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, okay. Thank you. Some praise. Amen. That would be nice. Hallelujah. So, teachers exercise authority in the school. Parents exercise authority at home. Amen? Amen. Not the children, but the parents. Amen. In school, the teachers, not the student. Amen. So, what I mean is that, uh, you know, the Word of God exercises authority in Christianity. Amen? Amen. Not the pastors, <coughs> not the leaders, not the founder, not any, no, 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 not anyone, but the Word of God. Amen? The Bible. The Bible means the manual of life. <coughs> Amen? All authority, you know, in Christianity was taken from the Word of God, not from us. So that is why today I will be speaking about a sensitive, also very, very important topic that you can found actually in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. So to make it easier, I don't know how long will I take here. <laughs> to make it easier, I put it all in the uh, PowerPoint. In Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Verse 17, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good works. I will ask everyone to please uh, join me in this short prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and glorify you for this moment as we study your word. Father God, Lord, manifest and work in our midst. Through your word. Lord, bless this church. Bless these congregations. Bless your children, O oh God. Yes. I pray, Father God, that you will extend their territory in the name of Jesus through your word alone. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> the topic is about the servanthood. It's a, a very, you know, it's very important topic, but it's a little bit, uh, you know, complicated when you when you see the word servanthood. <coughs> if you if you look at uh, at the dictionary, I just check it in the dictionary. You know, uh, this is our uh, text verse, but we read it already. I think I will pass it. Okay, and go through. Okay, servanthood. It simply means one that serves other. Amen? It's a servanthood. One that serves other. A simple meaning. But we need to study it further and deep, deeply so that we can serve according to the word of God. Amen? But many churches, we are, that's why we are, we are going through missions right now uh, to establish churches and to, to bring them back to the Word of God. That is our mission. That's why we went to Africa, we went to Ghana, and now we are preparing to Kenya and Uganda. Okay? And by, uh, by the month of 
July, I will be going through to, to Mexico also to establish the church because already there are some churches there. But the way and their practices was not according to the word of God. Amen. So, it's a simple word, servanthood. Servanthood in Greek word, it means doulos. If you check the Hebrew Bible, you will find servanthood, the word doulos. And in Hebrew word, it's called ebed. That is the word servant or servanthood. But when they translated, you know, in English, okay, they translated in English as servanthood, but the real meaning is different. The real one, also it is related to it, but there is a thing that many people, you know, they don't want to use. The word slave. Amen? The word slave. Even dulos are often rendered as slave. Hallelujah. I think I lost it. Hallelujah. Amen? Okay. Meaning, a servant is same as a slave. Because when they rendered in, in English, it is servant. And in the Bible, you will see, you will find the word slave, and you will find the word servant. Some of, of the scriptures, they just printed out as servant, but the real one is slave. What's so important with this word, slave or uh, servant? Anyway, my voice is good. Don't worry. Amen. Amen. So, the slave, meaning a servant, is the same as a slave. Amen. One that serve. The meaning of servant is one that serve. And a slave is one that serve. But there is a small difference between the slave and the servant because the slave are the one who was bought to, to be, to, 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 you know, to work under uh, without any payment. Amen? But the servant, servant is not a compulsory, but we are working also Without payment as a servant. Amen. The real one. The real servant. Amen. But as uh, our brother here testimony about what, you know, and also in Africa, there's a lot of people who are working in the, in the vineyard, in, in, in the church, in the ministry of God, that they are waiting for something. Amen. They are waiting for money. They are waiting for salary. Amen. But that's not the word servanthood is. Okay. So anyway, slave means someone who is legally owned by another person and is forced to work for that person without pay. That is a slave. So maybe many, many people, you know, when they heard the word slave, so I'm not a slave. I don't want to be a slave. Amen. We don't want anyone. Nobody wants to be a slave. Amen. Okay. We will see. In ancient times, slaves were purchased or born into a slave family and served the master until they died. Or in, in, in some cases, they set them free. But in many cases, the slaves... No. They work and serve their master until they die. Even their children will serve the master. Hallelujah. So the word of God says, we are not our own. We are both with a price. Amen. We are both with a price. Thank you. Amen? Do you believe that we all vote with a price? The Word of God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20, it's a strong teaching, so better, better to be, you know, sit 
and buckle up. Okay? In verse 19, it says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Amen? You are not your own. In verse 20, For you were bought with a price. You were bought with a price. Somebody paid for you. Amen? That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Before we are a slave of sin, a slave of the world, then the Lord Jesus Christ came into the earth and He bought us with a price. His life, His blood. I think we have communion today. We have Lord's Supper. So this is the meaning of the Lord's Supper. The Lord Jesus Christ suffered for our sin to gain us back. Amen? To bring us back to His presence. So glorify God in your body. Just like they say, they slave. They work to the master until they died. So in James chapter 1, uh, let me see, James chapter 1, verse 1, James, it says, the verse itself says, James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jude chapter 1, verse 1, says, Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. They call themselves a slave of God. Amen? Amen? We are not a slave of the people. We are workers. Amen? We are workers, but we are not slaves. We receive salary, but we are not working for them until we die. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So, Jude and James actually didn't believe to the Lord Jesus Christ at first. Because James and Jude are the half-brother of Jesus Christ. They are half-brother of Jesus Christ. Amen? They have the same mother. But of course, we, we all know that they don't have the same father. Amen? And also, in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, they already started with this word. Fall. He said, Fall a slave of Christ, Jesus. Paul also no, uses the word slave. But when they, when they translate it in another uh, translation of English Bible, in NIB, for example, it says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus. So the word slave, they change it with the word servant. So if you call yourself a servant, you are a slave. A slave of God. Amen? A slave of Jesus Christ. And what is the responsibility of a slave? If you put it on your mind and in your body, in your ministry, you will do the ministry without murmuring. Amen? Amen. Without thinking for yourself. We need to go there. We need to go here. We need to go out to reach people because the Master told us to go out. Amen? And share the Word of God. The gospel, make disciple among the nation. Because you are a slave of God, you will do it. Amen. Amen. That is the word of God. What does servanthood mean? Real meanings of servanthood. And what uh, word and what do we need to do Amen. To, to follow it? Servanthood is the only godly leadership in the Bible. It is servanthood. Teaches that not domination, not manipulation, and not control. It's purely a godly leadership. That is servanthood. As of now, many leaders doesn't use the word servant. I'm a servant of God. You know, we can say it that we are a servant of God, but many leaders... When they reach the point that uh, the church grow and they have a big, uh, uh, you know, congregation, they are not using the word servant. 
Amen? They are using the word, you know, bishop, reverend, amen? Prophets and apostles. It's not what the Lord wants us to do. Amen? You see, Paul, Paul, you can consider Paul, say, Paul is an apostle, but you can consider Paul. Can you, you can think about a bishop as of this uh, age, our, our time, and compare to Paul? Compared to Paul. Amen? Still, there's a lot of work we need to do compared to Paul. But Paul called himself a slave of Jesus Christ. Amen? He called himself a slave of Jesus Christ because he wants to follow his master. Well, I am blessed. You know, in India, when you, when you go there and you go to the congregation, many pastors, when they pray, they prefer... They, we, we will pray to our master. They call God master. Amen? To our master. Because God is our master. Whoever we are. Amen? You are the, 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 the junior pastor, the senior pastor, the founder of the church. Doesn't care. You are a slave of God. Amen? I am too a slave of God. A slave of Jesus Christ. That's why I'm here. Because God says... And told me to come here. So I will come. Amen. Because I will follow my master. Amen. Amen. So someone. Okay. Someone who sets aside all the rights of his own. To serve another. That is servanthood. So one God. Uh, one good example of servanthood. Is John the Baptist. Many people. And all, actually all the Christians know. Who John the Baptist is. Amen. Do you know John the Baptist? John the Baptist. Amen. In John chapter 3. Verse 3. Let's see. John chapter 3. Verse 30. Verse 30. What John the Baptist says. He said. He must increase. But I must decrease. You see. John the Baptist, Baptist himself says, he must increase, but I must decrease. And who is John the Baptist? In John chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you, you stand, uh, among you, stand one you do not know. Verse 27, Even he who comes after me the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Amen. That is John the Baptist. Even me, he said, I am not worthy to untie. You know, the sandals of whom? The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That is humbleness. He did not, he did not boast to, the, to, the, to his disciples or the listeners. No, he did not boast. Hallelujah. But Jesus Christ also testified about John the Baptist. And who is John the Baptist? In Matthew chapter 11, verse 11, I, I take only one verse. But you can read it more in, maybe in verse 5. Okay? Jesus Christ says, Truly, I say to you, among those born of women, men's, all the men's, okay? Among those born of women, there has, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. So John the Baptist is a great man of God, a great servant of God. He said, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, than John the Baptist. Even in our time, the Christians. What does servanthood mean? Someone who set aside all rights of his own to serve another. That is the real meaning of servanthood. What John the Baptist said? Even he who comes after me, 
he said, the strap of those of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. That is servanthood. Very humble. Amen? You need to go through this process. He must increase and I must decrease. He must increase and I must decrease. So attitude of servanthood made the, the New Testament church unique. This is the uniqueness of our generation, the New Testament church. Because the one who lead is a servant. Amen? A servant who go through difficulties but still going on. You know, if you go through uh, in the church, the pastors are the one who are going out to pick the congregation, the people, and drop them in the church. Amen. And then after that, they teach them. They train them. Then they will drop them again. They cook. Amen. That is the uniqueness of our uh, generation. Uh, the church now. The attitude of the servant. Number one. Serve and not to be served. The word of God is very sharp. If you really uh, follow it or you really study it. The attitude of the servanthood. The word servanthood. Okay. Number one. Serve and not to be served. It is very important in the church that we serve one another. Amen. We serve one another. Especially when we invited new, new believers or new attendees. We have to do something or serve them so that they will come back. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are, not just, we are not forcing them to, you know, to stay with us. And study the word of God, but we have to, they have to see the real servanthood. Amen? Amen. The servanthood. So in, in doing that, the, the, the church will grow exponentially. It will grow and it will grow. And bring them and not pushing them out. Amen? The people. Bringing them, bringing them to God. That is our responsibility. Following the example of Jesus Christ. You know Jesus Christ himself. The son of God. Amen. The son of God. The Christ. The Savior. He himself was the pit of the disciples. He humbled himself like a slave. He humbled himself like a slave. Because in that time... No, the slaves was their master's feet. When their master came from a journey, when he, when he arrived, they will remove his sandals and they will wash his feet. That is the work, the responsibility of a slave. And Jesus Christ do it the same. Amen? He was the disciple's feet just to show that you need to be humble. You need to humble yourself. Serve and not to be served. Following the example of Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 20 verse 28. Jesus Christ says. Even as the son of man did not come. The son of man meaning the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The son of man because he is a son of man. From the, from the tribe of Judah. Okay, 100% man and 100% God. Amen. So, they considered him and they gave him the name, the son of man or son of David. Okay, the Christ. Even as the son of man did not come to be served. He did not come to be served. But to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. He is the one who will, who, you know, who will redeem us. He knows that He is the one who will redeem us. He will give His life for us. Okay? But still, He served more than that. 
and becoming a slave. Number two, do everything for the glory of God. Do everything for the glory of God. Whatever our ministry is, whatever, you know, the type of ministry you have, do everything for the glory of God. Not for your own glory. Not for the church's glory. Amen? Amen? Not the, for the pastor's glory. Oh, because, you know, uh, because of pastors, I will do this ministry. Because of him, you will be encouraged, you know, it's, it, it's not a sin to be in getting someone to, you know, so that you will be encouraged. But you need to do the ministry to give glory to our Lord. Amen? To our God. To Him alone. To Him alone, we will give all the glory. So do everything for the glory of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Do everything for the glory of God. Amen? Whatever, whatever you do, whatever you eat or you drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Number three, count others more significant than you are. Count others more significant than you are. That is our calling, servanthood. That is why. They called us servant. Amen? Servant of God. Even you are the head of the church, the pastors or the bishop, you are still a servant of God. Amen? And as a servant, you need to serve others. You need to serve others. You will not count yourself, you know, more significant than others. Count others more significant than you are. They are more important than you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Count other more significant than you are. It is the word of God. It did not just came from me or from the church. No, it is from the word of God. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition. Amen. Or conscience, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. He said, in humility count others more significant than yourself. Do not count yourself as you know more significant without me. You know they cannot uh, uh, do the service without me. It will not be good. You know. But count others more significant than yourself. Even the newcomers, even the new you know, attendees, the one you invited, they are very significant. Without the listeners, I will not be here also. Amen? Amen. So we need the church. Everyone. Everyone are significant. They are important in the church. Without the congregation, there will be no ministry. So count others more Significant than yourself. Give them a time anyway. You are already a Christian. So whatever happened, I'm sure. Amen. You know your faith. You stand with your faith. Whatever happened. So count others more significant so that you can help them grow. Help others to grow. Because if you will not care for them, they will not grow. Amen. Okay. So number four. Look for others' interests, not own interests. Amen? Look for others' interests and not own. Hallelujah. That is servanthood. Looking unto others. Taking care of them. As though they are more significant than you are. And look for others' interests, not your own. For their own good. For their own good. Where 
whatever they were comfortable. Amen. So look for others' interests and not your own. Okay, anyway, you, we know that, of course, you will also take care of yourself. Amen. You can see it wherever you are comfortable, but you look for the others first. Amen. So, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Amen. Also for the interest of others. Hallelujah. So we have one example, you know, in, 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 in the church, because uh, we have these people who from, from industrial area, they are workers, skilled workers. And when they go to church, they are always <coughs> hungry. Amen. So many of them, they will go directly to the kitchen and find some food. So we have, uh, what do we call that? It's not a law, but, you know, whatever you find in the table, it's for all. They are living in the church, actually, in the church villa. Okay? And there were uh, six families there. Also, there, there, are, there are some who are staying in the church, but back of the church, and some Africans are staying there. One African stayed there for eight months now. So whatever there in the table, you, need, you can eat. Amen? So we, we came from the side, and they were uh, hungry, of course. I, I will, we will take them from the side, some of them in the accommodation. So we bring them to the church. When we reach the church, if there is a practice, there's a leadership training, or uh, there's some, uh, you know, music training. We bring them to the church. When they arrive in the church, they will go to the kitchen. Then I told, I told them, if there were three of you, and you went first in the kitchen, and you find a piece of chicken, a fried chicken, a piece of chicken, and you came first, what will you do? What will you do? There's two, you know, you have still two companions coming, okay? Or you find uh, a three piece of chicken. One is big and the two are small. Which will you choose first? The big one or the small one? Amen? Okay, it's just a test, okay? But he says, count others more important than you are. Amen. Amen. So if you know how to sacrifice yourself and take the small piece of chicken, then you are really a servant of God. Amen. Amen. And did not take the big one. Hallelujah. And you are a, a, a really a servant of God. You can serve God and you can, you can serve the ministry also. Amen. So, number five. There were only five points. Okay, uh, seven points. <coughs> be a leader. Be a leader and be the servant as well. Amen. We don't say that all will be a servant because when, you know, the mentality of people, of a person, of human, when they, when they heard about the word servant, the one who served, it's very, very low. Amen? It's like a, a slave. It's very low. When they hear the word servant. When they hear the word leader, then, oh, they are proud. Amen? But in the church, be a leader. If you are a leader, you are also a servant. Amen? Just like the word of God says in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. 28. Amen? Who among you want to be cheap? Then he will serve. Be a servant. Amen? So, be a leader and be the servant also. Matthew 20, 27. And whoever desired to be cheap, cheap meaning the head, amen? The head of a village, okay? Of a congregation. Whoever decides to be cheap among you, let him be your servant. Hallelujah. 
Because the disciples are, are talking, you know, because Jesus Christ is going, and the disciples are talking, who will be the chief? Who will be the head? And the Lord Jesus Christ himself says, and whoever decides to be chief among you, let him be your servant, meaning the leader will serve. Amen? The leader, so you are already a leader, and uh, you cannot even wash your, your glass when you drink if it's not uh, <laughs> it's possible. But the Lord says, it is the word of God saying, and whoever decides to be cheap among you, let him be your servant. Or maybe nobody will want to be cheap now <laughs> because they will be servant. <laughs> no, but the Lord says, you will be cheap. Amen. Amen. If you humble yourself, God will lift you up. Amen. You, he will lift you up. Yes, it's the word of God. Hallelujah. In number six, it says, live by faith. A servant should live by faith. Not but what we see. There are some leaders who, you know, when they are in the church, they want to serve in the church. If there were only few attendees, no, they were not, you know, in good mood. And they will find a church with, you know, a big church where there's a lot of attendees. It's not about how many other attendees are. Amen? It's about how you serve God. Our relationship with the Lord is personal. That's why he said, walk your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen? Walk your own salvation with fear and trembling. So you need to live by faith. So if there's only few attendees and you live by faith, you said, I will serve you, Lord, until it is full. Amen. And the church will be full soon enough. Hallelujah. I am sure. Because you live by faith. By faith, oh, there's nothing impossible. Amen. By faith. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life, is, the life I now live in the place, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. One of my memory verse. In the serving, in, 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 being a servant, in the ministry. In the ministry, this is my verse. This is my life verse. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. So that I can serve God. Amen. Hallelujah. I can serve God wherever He brings me. I can serve God because He said... Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Because if you is still you, then you cannot serve God good. Because, you know, it's good to, in, in, during Friday, our day off, it's good to rest in the room. Amen. If you are not feeling well, hallelujah, better to lay down. Amen. And be comfortable in your bed. But the word of God says, it is no longer I who live. Amen. But Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We have one missionary in Ghana. His name is uh, Rodiel. Pastor Rodiel. He left his job to go to Ghana. And now in Ghana, uh, what is their food? You know, there is no rice. There is no rice. They are not eating rice. Though what their food is uh, what they call cocoyam. You know the cocoyam? 
Gabi. Okay? Koko yam, ube, yam, and kasaba. Kasaba. That, their, their, their number one food there is kasaba. And maize. Corn. Corn. And kasaba. Their number one food. They always serve kasaba and also uh, plantain. Plantain is another uh, species of banana. Okay, they call it plantain. But it is banana itself. Yes, just boiled banana. And then uh, these kokoyam leaves. Yung laeng. Okay, they'll put uh, what is one? Oil. Oil. Olive, uh, no, not olive oil. Oil, and they will grind it. They have these tools like you know, uh, stone tools. They are grinding it like that. Same like the vendor. Then they will pour out all, and that's their food. And you know, being a Filipinos, you know, we are always eating rice. Many of us, they are eating three times a day. Rice. rice. Some of us, they are eating two two times a day, but, but the one who's going uh, under diet, they are eating one time a day. Amen? Amen? And you are under diet. But they are not eating rice, actually. And also he has a family, three children going to school, but because God called him, God called him in a dreams. He showed a vision that he go to Ghana he go to Africa to go in a mission. And actually, he's been wor- working here before. Pastor Gar is working here in the stadium. In the stadium here. Okay. Just very near. Okay. So he went there just to serve God. He denied himself. Because the Lord Jesus Christ says, if you want to follow me. Yes. Deny yourself and carry your cross daily. Hallelujah. Crucify yourself. In number seven, it says denying oneself. Amen. To be a servant of God, you need to deny yourself. Deny oneself. It's the word of God. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23, it says, And he said to all, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Denying yourself, the Lord Jesus Christ says, let him deny himself. Denying himself meaning you forgot your, your family, you forgot your, your name, you forgot your job. No. But give priority to the word of God, to the works of the ministry. Amen. Give priority to the Lord. Amen. Put God first. Put God first. That is what it means, denying yourself. Okay? After me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Even if you are experiencing troubles, problems, you know, doing the ministry, go on. Go on. Amen? Go on. He says, take up his cross daily and follow me. It's not easy, especially if you are starting a church. Amen? But the Lord says, go and make disciples among the nations. The, the church vision, the LFCC church vision is, you know, fulfilling the Great Commission through church planting and leadership multiplication. Church planting and leadership multiplication. So you, you cannot uh, multiply or you can, God will not just multiply the leaders if you are just sitting there, if you are just preaching in, in, in the pulpit, he will not multiply. But you need to go and make disciples. You need to go and train people. Amen? You need to go first. You need to find where they are. Amen? Pray to the Lord and you need to find where they are. And you need to take up your cross. Because making disciples... Train leaders. 
creating leaders is a cross. Hallelujah. It's not easy. Amen? It's not easy. It's not easy. But you have to put the Word of God into your ministry, into your life, so that you can follow and you can train leaders. Take off your cross daily and the Lord says, follow me. Amen. As you can see, He did not say, follow me. Then, deny yourself. Then, take up your cross. No, but He, he says that if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. First, he said, deny himself. Take up your cross. Take up the ministry, the hardship. Take up your cross. Then, follow me. Amen? The last thing it says there in the scripture is, follow me. So, do the first and the second first before you can say that you are really following the Lord. Amen? Amen. Sometimes you are doing the ministry, but... You are just following your desire. You want to be a pastor, or you want to be a leader, or you want to, to stand in the pulpit and preach and, and teach the people. But first, the Lord says, deny yourself. Amen? Deny yourself. And follow me. So, servanthood, our top priority of things we need to develop as a leader. As a leader, what we need to develop or put priority, a top priority actually is serving the people, servanthood. Amen? Because if you go to Bible school, you will learn how to preach and how to deliver the message and the word of God. But you will not be that effective. Amen? If you are not following the right term or the right, you know, attitude of a servant. Amen. You can go to the school and you can finish. And then after you finish uh, theological school, you can go to masteral degree and you can go to, you know, doctorate degree. After you finish the doctorate degree, then you don't have a church because you did not uh, follow the word of God. Amen. I know uh, someone who is who finishes a uh, doctor in theology or doctor in the biblical studies, but the congregation, you know, is not growing. Why? Because they are not servant. Amen? They are just a minister, a plain minister. You can be a minister. You can, you can serve in the church, but a plain minister, not a servant. Amen? Servant is different. Hallelujah. It's different. So serving, serving the Lord... Is a sacrifice himself. Amen. Just like the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our model. He is our example. The Lord Jesus Christ himself. I remember when, uh, when they crossed the, the Sea of Galilee. They found out that there's one man on the other side. Who is uh, cooking fish. You know. And there was... He was sitting there uh, cooking peas. When they arrived, he said, come and eat. And they do not know at first, but when he break the bread, then they realized that it was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ himself. He cuts and cooked fish for them. Hallelujah. Because he is a servant. Amen. He himself says, he must increase and I Decrease. Come on, tell your brethren beside you. Tell everyone. He must increase and I decrease. The Lord must increase and I will decrease. Amen. I will give glory to God. I will serve God. Whatever it takes. Amen. I will honor God. Hallelujah. That's the meaning of servanthood. Let's give the Lord a opening, a club opening. I'll ask everyone to please stand. Let's pray.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord God, in, the, in your throne of grace. Thank you for your word. Thank you for our, my brethren, O Lord God, who listen to your word. Thank you, Father God, for the time you have given us. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us. Lord, let this word manifest in our life. We did not just listen. We did not just read and study it, but let it manifest in our life. Let it work, Father God, in our heart and in our mind. As a servant of yours, O oh God. Lord, let humility, O oh Lord God, be in our spirit. Lord, and we cast out all, Lord, the proud spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, we humble ourselves unto you because we want to follow you. We want to follow you, O Lord God, and proclaim your word as what you have commanded us to go and make disciples among the nation, baptizing them to go and preach your word, preach your gospel to all nations. We will go. <coughs> And we will preach your word. We will go, Father God, and proclaim the good news to all creation. We will proclaim the good news to our brethren outside, to our co-workers. Lord, we will proclaim the good news to the people around. We will proclaim the good news to our family, to our family back home, to our relatives and to our friends, Father God. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Thus, that this church will be filled, O oh God, with souls, Father God. Lord, use them mightily. Use your people, Father God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let wisdom be in their lives and in their ministry, Father God, so that they can go, Lord, and proclaim your word. Father God, we thank you. We glorify your name to all our Lord Jesus Christ, we give glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you.